time has come and gone I am not the same Lift them all behind me I went my own way, way back then Now I see it was worth it In the end It was a time That I couldn't see And podcast how are you hang on i got my coffee over yonder uh that was once again uh jer huera jesus r huera j-u-e-r-r-a.com that is uh he put together that's that song from the first and only red pill album out there and i was looking on my laptop we're on the remote field again we're in the remote world and i am I'm at a a secret location. I cannot tell you my whereabouts because I'm all tippy-top, super-secret, spy-type guy. Uh, But it is pretty freaking sweet where I am. I I do have a security shift tonight, and and it was the best of all worlds. My buddy, he calls, hey, you you got some time tonight? I'm like, yeah, maybe I got some time tonight. I might be around. He says, uh, I said, well, you guys, oh, it's a sit-down shift at a place that's tippy-top super secret. I do such high-level security work. I can't tell That's how cool I am. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll tell you more about where I am. Uh, I always get a kick. You, you can tell the rookies. You can tell the newbies, the newcomers uh, who don't like me. Uh, they think they got the gotcha. They say, oh, he works security. He's a security guard. Oh, my God, look at him. All he does is he, he works security, and then he tells everybody how to be like him, and he gives the financial advice. It's hypocritical, and, and they never, ever bother to ask, like, maybe I'd like to work security. Maybe I like working security. Maybe it's one of the best things to ever happen to me. Maybe the motto I have, security is security, and the fact I'm working security well in my 40s, and probably will work it until I'm dead, maybe there's a dang good reason I'm working security. And there is, because I get a ton of work done. But, but, let me tell you about the setup I have here today, guys. Holy cow. I'm at a place, uh, and I can't tell you the location, but I can tell you my accommodations are, like, perfect. Because, like, last podcast, last episode... I was telling you guys how I'm trying to find like this. I was thinking about renting like an extra space, like renting some kind of place I could go late at night. And it was the perfect storm. I got he calls me up, says, "Hey, do you want to work security?" I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "Where's it?" He's like, "It's at this place." And he described it to me more and more. I'm like, "Hell yeah, I want to go work that. I can do that. It's a sit down shift. Okay, I'm all alone by myself in the middle of freaking nowhere, and ain't nobody gonna bother me. All I gotta do is be here." And uh, that was the thing. So this is, I'm actually happy for the first time since I can remember. It's, what time is it? It's 3 a.m. And I'm not fighting that uh, late night can't sleep, no one else in the world is alive. Because I've just been banging out the work. 
My God, guys, have I been banging out the work? I I did a I did a I read a written a whole post. I did two posts actually, three if you want to consider one, which was a video that I post. But it's just I did uh, did I do two uh, asshole consulting videos? Um, well, I'm just all over them. I'm just just banging it out. Oh shit! Hang on, that might be why. Give me a second. Hang on here, guys. Okay, let's try that. Much better. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Even gonna back up a bit. I can talk way back here. Is that better? It's amazing what happens when you got the microphone in. So, uh, anyway, so I'm out here. It's 3 a.m. Been doing a ton of work. Brought the laptop, brought my food, brought my one of Kavita drinks, because it's got antibiotics. Let me explain this to you boys and you husbands out there. This is what's going to This is the new thing. And many of you are already shaking or nodding your head. You know what I'm about to talk about. The girls are getting... The new thing is probiotics, not anti. See, beforehand, we were antibiotics. Antibiotics is good. But now we have probiotics. These women can't make up their minds. So I guess now it's, it's good to be probiotic. Like we've switched now. We were pro-capitalism, now we're anti-capitalism. We were anti-antibiotic, now we're probiotic. And apparently it's good for your stomach. You see, they say, you know, they say, any guy that's got a girlfriend or wife or anyone who's dated a girl or hung around with a girl that actually cared about them but started introducing like their astrology and their weird women things, you see, they say that's, that's the most authoritative, reputable website out there for women who want to tell you things. That you kind of raise your eyebrow like I've, humankind has gotten by without probiotics forever. And, and just until last, now you're saying I need it for my gut? Oh, God, yes, you need your probiotics. I'm like, okay. So uh, she, she introduced me to these drinks called Kavita. They're only $3.49 a shot. <laughs> I mean, you guys remember when the power drinks came out? I, I was pro- predominantly a Gen X affair. We were there for the origins, and, and you millennials were just, you know, pooping your pants still, probably. Uh, and then baby boomers, probably, some of the younger ones with the, you know, you had to work. You say, hey, here's something that is Surge. It started with Surge. And I am aware of Volt. Yes, I'm aware of Volt that, that did come before Surge. But Surge was kind of like that first foray to, like, supercharge the sodas. And then, was it Red Bull? I think maybe it was Red Bull that came along. And then just back when you guys were teenagers and I was in my mid-20s, that's when the explosion of those power drinks came in. And um, where was I going with this? Dang, I lost my train of thought. And uh, what was I going to talk about? Oh, the price. So, you know... Two, three dollars for one of the for a Red Bull. You thought that was expensive, right? No, not these Kavita drinks. Holy shnikes. Curse Free Podcast, by the way. Uh, got my coffee. Nope. These things are almost... And if you go to the ho- hoity-toity grocers, uh, I'm not talking your regular run-of-the-mill. Out here we got buns and buns and Lyerleys. L- Luns and Byerleys. And there you pay $4.25 for one thing. And I'm like, I wouldn't be drinking these if I didn't quit drinking. So I kind of figured, okay, I gave up drinking. So now um, now I could go ahead and afford these these things that they say.com tell me I need to have my probiotics. And then uh, the other thing that predated that in the world of women was all natural. What the hell is it? Well, not all natural herbals. 
Essential oils, that's what it is. The essential oils. And men, many, again, you youngins don't hear, you don't hear all these older men nodding. Oh yeah, the, they say. Millions of women started buying essential oils because they say. There's a company. It's out there. It's called They Say. And, and it's uh, somewhere. I don't know where it is. I've tried to find out who they are and what they say is and who the investors are. But apparently it's this like secret corporation or at least it's offshore. I can't find it. There's no mention of it on the internet. But apparently they, they know everything over at They Say. And so they say over at They Say that um, essential oils are very good for you. Swear to God, these girls just pull it out of their ass. They pull it right out of their ass. Oh, there's somebody saying, "I okay, if you don't know what essential oils are, let me explain it to you. <clears throat> it's uh, basically a bunch of oils. Are they essential? No, because if they were essential, I would have died in the past 42 years. It wasn't until my 41st year that I get essential oils. So apparently they're not that essential. And uh, they're basically pure oil extract of different things that you would see around this. There's like cinnamon oil, peppermint oil, which I like, by the way. You can make peppermint soda. Wintergreen oil, you can't drink that. You'll get sick. And they don't they don't put Mr. Yuck or anything. There's no Mr. Yuck stickers. That doesn't tell you bachelors what is. You smell, hey, it smells good. I'll put it in my soda. Then you're in the hospital. So you don't know. You got to ask. Because they say. They don't tell. They say. Only to women, apparently, what it is you can and cannot eat or drink with the essential oils. So she already knows. You can drink that, you can't drink that. That's edible, that's not. Heaven help you if you do that, and if you do take this essential oil, because it'll counteract it. And this is good for your foot sweat, and this is good for armpit hair growth. It keeps it nice and shiny. I swear to God, I don't know where they get They get it. They don't come up with it themselves. They don't. There's somebody writing this stuff. And these girls all, they have a convention of they say. They get together on, they, they say... That cardamom, I'm shocked as hell I know what cardamom is. Cardamom, did you know that's good for your fingernails? I'm not joking. That's the stuff that the girlfriend says. She comes in, what's good for this? They say. Oh, who says that? They? Oh, they say. Well, screw me. I guess I'm not they. <laughs> what authoritative matter do I have here? If they say it's good for my fingernails, then by gosh it is. Just the weirdest things. Take a body part. Take a function and then take an herb that you normally know about and that's what they say comes up with. So you're um, a body part, my knees. Take a function, bending. I don't know what else knees really do. And then we pick a, an herb or an oil. Let's pick, um, uh, oh, they got one from the, from the Christian days. Frankincense. Well, you see, they say... If you rub frankincense on your knees, it helps them bend more. See, that's it. That's all you have to do. Let's try another one, shall we? Let's think, hang on. Let me think this one through. Hang on. Let me close the door. Heat in this place is always on. Gets really hang on. Come up with some on your own. <coughs> Heat is set at 2 million degrees, so you have to leave the doors open. Um... Eyelashes, eyelashes, see, and uh, fullness, and then we pick, we can make a game show, I have three spinning dials, you know, body part, function, and uh, herb, so uh, eyelashes, fullness, and um, let's go with, uh, what was it, pine, pine oil, pine oil is good, you, you put it underneath your eyelids, 
not underneath on the eye, but underneath, like, you know, below your eye, and then the fumes will help make your eyelashes more full, they say. <laughs> so I don't know where the hell I was going with that, but, um, yeah. Man, my laptop's all dirty. Jesus Christ, what I do? So it is a clear podcast. I'm out here and um, banging out all this work. I'm in a million-dollar mood right now. I have got to go and get a facility like this. I think the old captain, because when I pay off my house, which, by the way, I have a plan, and you guys could be part of it, and I would really appreciate it if you would. That would be very nice. Uh, But if I ever pay off my place, then I I don't want to invest in stocks or bonds. I don't see the rate of return there. I probably would spend more of my money on marketing. I was looking into what it costs to advertise on Rush Limbaugh. I think it's $35,000 for one ad. And I'm like, yeah, not going to happen. It's not going to, no. So instead of thinking, you know what? I'm going to grow grapes and maybe now coffee beans. Out in South Dakota, buy some land. It's good to own land. And then I'll grow crap out there. And then uh, I'll sell it. And that's how I'll make my money. But uh, I am getting a really great idea. I do want to have a place far away from other people so I can be very loud, very loud, loud as I want to be, with Internet access, and then I could just go to my little hovel, my little cove, my little man cave, and get work done. I'm not even lonely. I am so pumped, so hyped. It could be the Red Bull and the coffee as well about the amount of work I got done. Because it wasn't nobody bothering me. Ain't nobody coming in. I told you about this. I told you guys about this last podcast about the den. How important it is for a man to have his study. And I got one. And I'm getting paid to do it. See, now that's the trick. That's the trick right there. All these people, the the gotchas. Ah, aha, he's a security guard. I knew it. He's a loser. It's like, no, I'm getting paid to work on my own stuff. Which you guys already knew. I think the last book I dedicated to my two bosses who run the security company. Yeah, it was. I was giving my buddy Guff. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're right, your buddy. Yeah, they all give me Guff. Nobody in my, no one who loves me ever gives me a compliment, frankly. And uh, he's always giving me Guff about my books. He's like, how's that book you wrote? I'm like, which one? He says, the one titled Degrees That Aren't As Good. I'm like, thanks. He always got a book on, uh, on different, he, he, has, uh, he plays on it. On the titles. It was a Bachelor Pad Economics is um, Dwellings of Marriageless Men Finances. The Black Man's Guide to Poverty. What does he call that one? Not White People Who Don't Want to Be Poor No More. Or something like that. And he says, What do you mean you guys? What are you complaining? You, you, you never do anything for us. I say, Dude, I dedicated the book to you guys. I have read, it's right there. Of course, it shows you none of these guys read it. None of them read it. That's my life. Nobody listens. Nobody loves the old Clary. Nope. That's all right. I got my remote location. I got my little temporary man cave. And I'm getting paid to be here. Oh, who's coming in? Or is that the highway? That's the highway. <clears throat> all right, no one's coming in. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So, it's the Clary Podcast. Welcome. We'll try and make this the curse-free podcast. This will hopefully go up. i got to do a patrol in 40 minutes. And then hopefully this will go up. Yeah, and then the old captain could sleep till noon. 
wake up and do this all over again. Actually, I only got this one shift. Which then makes you wonder, like, should I even really bother getting my own little man cave or office if I could just get this gig? If I could get this gig, I don't want to do a 12-hour shift. I'm doing a 12-hour shift. That's too much. I don't want to do that every day. But if maybe I could give the regular guy who probably has a life and a normal sleeping schedule, i say, look, I'll, I'll come in at midnight and work till 5 or something like that. Because I'm up till 5 anyway. Come in here, get the work done, be on top of it, this blasted stinking to-do list. I, had, I, I used so much paper for my to-do list this year, I ran out. I actually ran out of paper printing off to-do lists because I, I like to update them and have a nice, crisp, clean to-do list. And now I'm out of paper. So, uh, anyway. Oh, I'm, okay. We're going to have a chat here, you schmo boys out there. I, I caught flack. I posted... I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you young boys, and you're not listening right now. Now, the old men are, again, going to be nodding. There. Guy, you know what? To screw, screw you, young boy. I'm going to tell the old men what I did. Old men, listen up. This is what I did. And you're going to appreciate the wisdom, because these young yahoos, they, don't, they, don't, they gave me guff. They gave me flack. So, obviously, I want to make money on the Amazon affiliate program. And you have the option of just, hey, here's the Amazon affiliate program. Go shop, which is what most people do. But every once in a while, well, not every once in a while, you have the option of going online, uh, you you log into your account, and then you find links to specific items that you think people would like and buy. And I tried it a little bit while ago. It didn't have much success. Like, I'd link to something that I think everybody would really like, like, say, Kelly's Heroes, and then people would buy toilet paper. And I'd be like, okay, this obviously is not working. There's no rhyme or reason this doesn't help. So I thought I had a for sure thing in. I thought I was going to do the younger generation a solid. I was going to help these young boys because, as you know, I'm all about efficiency. I'm all about putting the young folks onto the things that took me decades, decades to discover. Like, like Solomon's Lost Mines, I just give them the map. It took me four decades to find the treasure. I say, hey, kid, here's the map. Now, do I get thanked for this wisdom that I give these kids? No, no, I get guffed. And let me tell you the wisdom, and you guys will be, you'll agree with me. But these, these kids don't. They think they know better. Ha, ha, ha. So I go on that my Amazon affiliate site, and I say, nose hair trimmers. Because my nose was bothering me. I had to go trim my nose with my nose hair trimmers. And I remember, like in the olden days, for almost a decade, starting about 30, started pulling them out by hand, driving there on the highway, got nothing else to do. You start grooming yourself, and you got ears, hairs, and nose hairs, and they can always come. You got you could drive eight hours one way, and you're still not going to get all your ears, hairs, and nose hairs. But that's how I would do it. And I'd have ear hairs or nose hairs coming out like walrus tusks. They curve and they scratch the outside of your nose. And for the longest time, I remember one time, I thought like a bug, or I had something on the outside of my nose until I looked into the mirror, and this nose hair had grown so long and curved up that it was scratching the outside of my nose. So I, find, I went to a buddy's place down in Kansas City, and he had a nose hair trimmer. And I was, like, pulling him out. And when you pull him out, if you pull him out right, you immediately cry. A tear welts up. You're like, <laughs> it hurts. Some guys say, real men pull him out with pliers. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, you get a nose hair trimmer. So he's here, try this. Try this. I'm like, I'm like oh, my gosh. This is the greatest thing ever. How much do these cost? Ten bucks. Ten bucks at Walmart for this. I never have to pull nose hairs on the interstate ever again. So my first thing, 
Girlfriend, I'm buying nose hairs trimmers. We're going to get those. Nose hairs trimmers. Get them. Clean out the nostrils. Clean out the ears. Beautiful. Wonderful. Once a week. That's all you have to do it. I'm so confident in it. I go and I do it right before I go on some motorcycle ride. I'm going to be gone for a week. Better do the nose hair trimmers. Trim that. Then that. I'm not even bothered. Not an inconvenienced with having to pull nose hairs or the scratching or the tickling. Especially riding motorcycles. If you get the wind that comes up through your, your helmet, it vibrates the nose hairs and it's all scritchy and itchy and you're pulling over like, what do I have in my helmet? Nothing. It's those damn nose hairs. So, greatest gift ever. Greatest wisdom. More valuable than, than the Bible itself in terms of wisdom. Just, just the book of Psalms has nothing on me recommending nose hairs. So I get the link over at the Amazon affiliate. And, you know, and then you provide the link and then I get like a commission on it. And I post it. And I tell these youths, I tell the youths, hey, look, you, you're not going to appreciate it now. But let me tell you, when it comes to return on investment, this is the best tenor. When they say this is the best X dollars I ever spent, you young boys should listen to that. They're, they're not joking. That's what 30, 40, 50, 60 years of wisdom is. This is the best, you know, $5,000 ever spent on a car. This is the best $10 ever spent on some kind of grooming. This is the best. They came down now in price. The one I found was like $8.95. So I say, this is, this is a must for every young man. And I know based on statistics, I have a 90% male listener audience. God bless you poor 10% of women that come in. Oh, God bless. You girls are going straight to heaven for tolerating us, guys. You honest to God are. You girls are, you true, I mean that. You girls are true angels to tolerate the locker room talk and the BS that goes on here. You girls are all right. So, uh, I, I say, hey, okay, boys, you know, there's 90% of you. Uh, what? 27,000 followers now on YouTube. Three to 4,000 listeners on the uh, podcast. I don't know how many thousand, two to three thousand. No one's really doing blog anymore. I still have a, a remnant audience there. So I post it. And everyone clicks on the link. Everybody goes. I say wisdom, guidance, leadership, counsel, best eight dollars you ever go to spend. Pay attention. Old wise campy. Older brother wisdom. Swift kicking ass. Life improved greatly. Better than a degree you'll ever get. Worth your money. Here you go. Wisdom. The book of Psalms for, for nine bucks. And how many buy? One guy buys the bleeping one sale. Now, that would be fine. That would be okay. One sale. All right. I was used to not making sales. I'm used to providing. Hey, link to Kelly's Heroes. Link to Casablanca. No, let's all be Marcus Brown and not watch these things. Oh, I got to do things like kiss girls or whatever. Having all those girls show up at his apartment unannounced. That poor, poor boy over there in Chicago. So I, I would be okay with just the lack of sales. I'm used to failure. I'm fine with that. Oh, no, then the mockery and ridicule comes in. Oh, yeah. Can't just, can't, I, my, my kindness, my charity, not only just doesn't go unanswered, it gets rebuked, it gets insulted. And these, these schmo boys, these youths, they, ah, what are you, what are you, 60 years old? And I'm, I'm, just waiting for the day, kids. Because the day... Now you youth could come back and listen now. 
me and these old timers, we are laughing our asses off at you. We, we are laughing at you because you think it ain't going to happen. And I'm not talking prostate cancer or going bald or going gray. We all know that. I'm telling you, you are going to wish you bought those nose hair trimmers. And it all depends. It all depends on what age. I know, I know you, you schmoes, you just hit puberty last week and you're just fascinated with the three pubic hairs you got growing down there by your nutsack. I know you're, you're amazed with it. It's some might even be forming in your right armpit, all right? It doesn't stop. It keeps going up. And then soon, you're, you got walrus tusks coming out of your nose. Ear hairs are a completely different ball of wax. Some of them are stronger than oaks. You got to take a chainsaw to them. And you, you mark my words, you're going to eat your mockery and ridicule, guys. You are. You're going to say, God dang, clear as I it may happen at 25, might happen at 35. It, started, it happened about 29, 30. I remember teaching dance classes. Why am I pulling my, coming up from Mankato all the way back over to Minneapolis? I'm like, why do I have nose hairs? What is going on? This never happened before. Pretty much right when I first started getting my first gray hairs. That's when the nose hairs came out. And it is going to annoy. And it's not a con. You'll get them out and you'll be all right for the next couple weeks. Then they'll grow back. Then they'll start bothering you again. You got to start pulling them out again. And then I'm just telling you, instead of wasting a decade, which is what I did, yanking them out, being ow, ow, ow. (laughs) Just get the nose hair trimmers. I even got the link back over in the in the in the blog. You don't even have to give me the commission for God's sake. You should, but you don't have to give me the commission. Just do yourself a favor. Either go on Amazon through my Amazon affiliate program, or go to Amazon directly if you hate my guts, or go to Walmart if you got to shop in person because you don't like shopping online, and just go and get yourself a pair of nose tri- nose trimmers. Just just trust me. And comment down below. We got a comment option here on SoundCloud. I guess you can comment. Old guys, just comment on the thing. I, I think you could comment, like, based on the time. There's uh, Black Kojak. He's in the house. And that's how I know about Black Kojak. Because I'm like, who's this constant listener guy? He always makes comments. And I said, oh, Black Kojak. Here's his profile there. And he makes comments. I think he's an elderly, not elderly, he's, he's no young youth schmo boy like you guys. He probably agrees with it. Black Kojak, put a comment down, tell him that I'm right. Or tell him your own opinion. Which I know Black Joe Kojak is going to say I'm right because he, he's no spring pup. And he knows, he's got no... Yeah, and that's another thing. Don't think, oh, I'm not white, this ain't going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen to everybody with a penis. If you got a penis, you're going to get nose hairs. It's just, that's how it goes. Well, make the comment. All the old timers, come in there and make the comment. What did we had 22? Then I have to add the first 10 minutes. What are we at the 30 minute mark? Whatever. All right, let's go ahead and get some sponsors here. All right, if you would like to sponsor the Clary Podcast and the online Clary Media Empire, uh, you can. It's $100 a month, and the old captain will plug your wares on all three of his social media formats. I'll plug you on the YouTubes. You get a Cappy the Whore 4 video. Uh, you will get uh, a mention on the Curse Free and the Curse Full uh, weekly podcast, so two a week. You get a banner ad on the blog, and then an introduction post on the blog. Say, hey, how you doing? And uh, at, unlike uh, radio, if anyone really listens to that anymore, uh, I do not charge you $15,000 and say, well, it's a three-month minimum and we can't do anything about it because we're so clueless about our dying industry. We think we just... It reminds me of that article where all these old baby boomers were like upset that they were losing their jobs and they couldn't find... They're all journalists. 
And I, I, I don't know. Look, I understand you don't have to be like the first one or the visionary to understand when an economy or an industry or a market or a business sector is going to go down. But by now, do you old farts over time? Why does Time Magazine and Newsweek even exist anymore? Doonesbury, who the hell reads that? Go away. Adapt or die. Just just go away. Or become podcasters and bloggers. And no reason to mention them, but a perfect example. Let me tell you a side story before we go on. Um, Tom and Mike in the morning. They were a radio show morning guys over, I think, at 11.30 a.m. Well, and they ended up getting fired. And not because of nothing they did. When people get fired in radio or TV, it, it usually has nothing to do with that. It's just the the television or the radio station, they're gonna, they change format. Uh, so, like, when you go from a talk station format to a radio station format, everyone gets fired. And then these guys take it personally. So, they're, and I understand if this is your only job, but radio is fun. If you don't know any better, you think, wow, this is, you know, this, is, this might be my career. And then all of a sudden, the next day, you're without a gig. So, they're all kind of down and out, and then they go to the podcast. So, I'm emailing them because I want to run ads on their podcast. And they have a delusional expectation of, of podcasting because, they, again, <clears throat> they're older and they don't understand the business model. They think that they can charge $10,000 a month <laughs> for one sponsor. <laughs> it's like, no, the reason the radio station had to, not could, they could maybe get away from it because you're being subsidized by other heavy hitters and, and, and major leaguers. The way they could get away, or they had to get away with it, is because they had huge operating expenses and sales teams. When it comes to podcasting, there is no radio station. There is no radio tower. There are not huge electricity bills. There are no HR cunts around. There are no HR bins. There's no diversity trainers. There's no middle managers and all nothing. There's you, there's your freaking uh, uh, laptop, and then there's your microphone. And the internet, and that's it. Certainly a lot less audience, but that's fine. People are leaving radio and they're going on. I don't know when's the last time I listened to radio. Anyway, where was I going with this? They, uh... Oh, I, I, I forgot. I'm just Anyway, go... If you want to listen to them... Um, what the heck? There was a point and purpose. What was I going to make the point out of them? Advertising Clary Podcast. YouTube video and all that. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <clears throat> so these old-time radio people, they still think they could charge $15,000 for a month. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work that way here. And, and, and you've got to commit for three to six months. It's like, no, 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 that don't work no more. Welcome to the Internet, kids. It's $100 a month. If you don't make money on that first hundred, first month with your first hundred, that's fine. I am not going to hold you. To, th- th- why? Why would we do that? That's bad business. I want you to make money here on the Clary Podcast and the Clary Online Media Empire. So if it works, great. If it doesn't, that's fine. Like we had, I'll give them a free plug anyway. Um, um, EasyMoblogging.com, our buddy Pete. Uh, he's like, yeah, it was profitable for the first couple months, but, uh, but it ain't profitable now. It's terribly so. I'm like, nah, that's all right, Pete. Don't worry about it. You get your next business idea, let me know. We'll, we'll give it a shot there again. So that's how we that's how we do it here at the Clary Podcast. We are a capitalist, we are businessmen, we are entrepreneurs. We want to make sure that you're profitable. And if you if you lose money on marketing, you're not profitable. Don't do that. You don't you don't owe the radio station or the television station or the podcasters nothing. All right? 
Don't feel ca- and if they try and schnooky into that like, oh, you got to advertise a minimum of this. Eh, no, I I really don't. I I really don't. Cuz there's some podcasters out there. Shoot, for 15 grand, you could go advertise on Terrence Pop. Uh, that's another guy and I'm going to help these guys out because God almighty. Glendon Cameron and I got to be the only ones with hustle in this game. You want you want to go advertise on other places? Here's a place to go advertise. Advertise on the Backloft Podcast. Chris Backloft, find him on YouTube. Go advertise on Bernard Chapin. Go advertise on Davis Reeney, Stares at the World. And for a fraction of that $15,000, you could go and get yourself the equivalent size audience if you spread it across these, you know, I don't want to say heavy hitters, but we're certainly not minor league. Small to medium internet. You know, we're no Milo. Because we're not bathing in pig's blood. But, uh, yeah, you can... You're, the majority of your time, if you're looking to market and advertise on the internet, whatever your product or service may be, the majority of your efforts and resources is going to be time going and finding these small to mid-range bloggers and podcasters and running your ads on there. Once you start getting into the big leagues, they never get back to you. They already have a marketing company, and they got the uh, uh, professionally so they have like a, what do they call it? An advertising kit, and it's like, well, we charge three thousand per CPL, da, 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 da. and you're like, hey, can you get back? To, and they never, you never hear back from them. So uh, that's that's why I throw the money. But um, yeah, we here at the Clary Podcast uh, only if it's profitable for you. So we go month by month. Uh, what else? Uh, reconnaissance, man. We got my books up. Christmas is coming up. You want to buy books? You want to give books? You want to give presents? Go buy my books. Reconnaissance, man. That is for anybody whose life is not going the way they expected, male or female. It, it, it had no male bend to it at all. Uh, but it's going to be particularly helpful, as always, if you get this in the hands of 14-year-olds. or fourteen year olds. I'm finding out 14-year-olds think they know everything and it is worse than pulling teeth it's like putting a gun to somebody who is suicidal it's like putting a gun to uh, the head of a suicidal person they don't care it's like look moron this is going to make your life infinitely better if you just listen to this you can avoid the hell did i tell you about the nose trimmers thing and then all they laughed at me no no young people don't listen so fine fine you're all doomed to hell but you don't want to be doomed to a life of hell, and you're 14 or 15 and you're listening to this without your parents' permission, go get reconnaissance, man. I'd be kind of curious to see if there are some, like, teenagers. Like, are we, are we on the alt-right? Are we, are we the, on the not-liberal-goody, leftist-two-shoes, not-the-politically-correct? Are we like the, the death metal, you know, oh, you can't listen to that, that's death metal. Do the parents and the teachers say don't listen to that, that's racist and sexist and all? Is that where, I just want to know. I want to know. I'd be very curious if there are any teenagers who listen. By God, if you kids are listening to this and you're teenagers, you're going to do real well. Or at least not as bad. Let's put it that way. No guarantees you're going to do real well, but you're going to do at least not as bad. At least not as bad. The story of Aaron Cleary. All right, so there's that book, Reconnaissance Man. The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. That's, again, for our black brothers out there who, if you're sick and tired of being lied to, and again, the subtitle for Black Men Who Demand Better, that explains it all, guys. Uh, if you want to try something different, you want you want a, a plan B, because plan A hasn't been working for, oh, I don't know, 60 freaking years, and you don't want to wait around another 60 years, because like maybe you're 20, you realize black men only live like 71 years, you're like, wait a minute, hold on, 
<laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I I know I know you you all think we're not that smart, uh, but we we can do basic math. Uh, so yeah, get the black man's guide out of poverty. And then related bachelor pad economics, uh, obviously not tailored to black men, uh, but for everybody out there, any young man, old man, middle-aged man, men who climb on rocks, uh, go ahead and get bachelor pad economics. And then worthless, the young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. Uh, That's good for any of you college-bound kids or kids who are in college or high school kids. You want to get a little bit of a jump on that. You know what? I got a better idea. Why don't I do this? If I got any high school listeners, high school age boys or girls listening in, you send me an email, I'm going to mail you 20 books of worthless, and you just go hand them out in, in school. I'd be, I'll, ha- I'll send you 20 books of worthless, and you go hand that out to all the, the kids, and don't just randomly hand it out. Don't hand it to the popular kids. Hand it to the smart kids or the kids who are your friends. Or maybe you don't have 20 friends. Whatever. Let me. You email me. Let's do that. You email me. Let me know how many books you want. And if it's in the budget, because the whole idea is it's marketing. It would, it would get. And then we're going to piss off all the teachers. That would be great. Like this book. Oh, my God. Who wrote it? You can't read this because of reasons. Actually, what would be really cool, although the poor guy would get the crap kicked out of him, is if you're a black kid, you go to a black high school, and you want to wear full-plated armor, I'll send you 20 copies of A Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. No, actually, I couldn't do that. You, you would get the crap kicked out of you. Yeah, you can't do that. That would not work. What I would do if, like, let's say you're a senior at a predominantly black school, and you yourself are black. And like it's that last day, like like the the day after you're shipping out to the military, or you're uh, you're never going to see these people again. You're off to college somewhere far, far away. You just get a bunch of that and leave it in everybody's locker or something. Do it under the the uh, the darkness of night. Don't do not risk your life spreading ideas that aren't popular around. Oh, uh, then we have enjoyed the decline, depending on how this election goes. I think, yeah, this will be the last elect or the last podcast before the election. I don't think I'll be doing it. No, no, I might have another podcast before the election. I take that back. Although Mr. Beckloff and I have an interesting little wager. Uh, I know that he and his cabal of millennials, they uh, think Trump is going to win. And I, being the eternal pessimist and nihilist and misanthrope and just empiricist, I'd have to say as well, 90% of the stuff doesn't go the way you want it to. And once you get used to that, you become ironic in the eyes of Mr. Beckloff. Uh, I don't think Trump's going to win. I really don't. I I think between either vote rigging, uh, deceit, and let's just not forget the stupidity of the American public, they're going to vote in the same old, same old, even though they all, they're they like women. They say they want something different. No, they don't. You never listen to what they say. You look at how they they're going to They're going to say they want something different, but they're going to vote for the most connected politician ever. Uh, maybe Jeb Bush was the one, but he didn't win the nomination. That should say something, that the Republicans actually let the legitimate populist candidate win, unlike the Democrat Party, which didn't let Bernie Sanders have a fair shake at it. So you guys can, you know, and that corruption didn't stop it, and this FBI stuff isn't going to stop it. I don't think it's going to stop nothing. She's going to win it because the American people are too stupid and women are all coked up on pro-vag. 
Vote reason, vote sanity, vote math, fuck no, or screw no, vote vag. Hillary Clinton, Clinton, 2016. So uh, Mr. Beckloff and I have a, a wager friendly one. I was gonna bet. I was gonna bet him shekels. I was gonna see if I could find some actual old coins. Some they're they're not as rare. These ancient coins aren't as rare as you think because you got to remember the Roman Empire and these places. They made millions of them. I actually have an old Roman coin. They're not that uncommon, so they're not that expensive. And I was gonna see if I couldn't find him some actual shekels, some silver old uh, Jewish Israeli coins. If not, I'd just go get him Israeli coins. And he didn't want that. No, he wanted free advertising on the Clary podcast. I said, I want a free spot on the Beckloff. He says, what do I get? I said, I'll give you shekels. And he's like, no, I want, I want sponsoring on the Clary podcast, which shows you that my voice is worth currency. That's, uh, that's, I am my own Federal Reserve over here. So uh, we got that little interesting uh, bet going on. But where the hell was I? Oh, so uh, regardless, if uh, Hillary wins, you're definitely going to want to get the book Curse or Enjoy the Decline. Uh, then my other book, Curse of the High IQ, that's for anyone out there who's really smart. But the problem is it's probably more so for people who don't know they're smart, but they're having trouble getting along with the rest of society. I don't mean you have the Aspergers or the Astisms. The Astisms and the Aspergers. No, it's, it, it's like you really like... You're impatient. People are too slow. You're very frustrated. Why can't people get this? You go to parties or nightclubs or concerts. You're like, what the hell is the point of this? Uh, If that's you, there's nothing wrong with you. You just got a high IQ. So why don't you get that book, Curse of the High IQ. Diagnose yourself. Find out if you have this horrible disease known as the Curse of the High IQ. Get your IQ tested. Read this book. Tell your smart friends. Uh... And then there's that. So uh, not all of them, but Curse of the High IQ, Worthless, Bachelor Pad Economics, and Reconnaissance Man are all available in paperback and Kindle and audio. And I'm pushing that because I know you guys like to be efficient. You guys don't want to waste none of your time going by no nose hairs trimmers because that's not going to happen to me. My gut's not going to get saggy. I'm not going to go bald, so you guys, you know, but you guys are too busy with your life. So I put it into audiobook format. Black Man's Got Our Poverty is coming to audiobook too one of these days. And then, um, what is it? Enjoy the Decline. We're working on that as well. Uh, then we have the other books Behind the Housing Crash, uh, Captain Capitalism Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and then, um, what was the other one? Captain's Quarterly, which. I figured out another way to improve that that I think everybody will like. So it's going to have cute models in it as always, but I'm going to get special guest celebrities and put them on the front cover just like they do Cigar Aficionado. So uh, you guys can look forward to that. Once I find a model, once again, if one of the 10% of women out there wouldn't mind modeling, I'll, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. It's it's like uh, contractors and electricians and carpenters. All you have to do is show the freak up on time, sober, and finish the job, and then then you make your shekels. Uh, oh, then we have everybody else's books. T.J. Martinell's The Stringers. Uh, that's a whodunit, futuristic, journalistic kind of thing. Back when journalists were actually doing their job, but it's in the future and it's fiction, so it's not back in the day when they were going after Nixon and. Uh, was it Agnew? Spiro Agnew? Was that the guy? How can you forget a name like that? Spiro Agnew. 
so if you would, go ahead and get T.J. Martinell's The Stringers. You can find that paperback and Kindle on Amazon. Trollbert, kind of like Dogbert, but with Troll, T-R-U-L. Uh, Trollbert, but it's pronounced True Liberty by Mitch Berg of ShotInTheDark.info fame. Uh, if you are looking for a great book, oh, it's a great book. It's a good, damn good book. I don't mean to besmirch it either. But don't expect this to be... Uh, I don't really like reading books that much. It's a it's a fun book where you'd almost say it's comedy if it weren't for the death. It's it's uh, it's pretty cool, uh, but it's what would happen in Minneapolis after the currency collapses. And he is very optimistic about uh, what would happen and what would still be running, like cell phone towers, electricity, and water. Uh, but he does that just to keep the people in Minneapolis and St. Paul alive long enough so that you could see at slow motion what would happen economically, especially as the government workers who have no skills would end up forming a mob and killing the pacifist, libertarians, non-aggression pe- uh, principle type people. Novsquam, N-V-S-Q-V-A-M, Novsquam. By Ann Sturzinger of AnnSturzinger.com fame. That is AnnSturzinger.com. Uh, go ahead, buy her book if you're feeling too good about yourself. <clears throat> Actually, that make a great Halloween book. It's all sad and depressing and dark and gloomy. Um, who did I have? Glorious Carl read it. Oh, man, Glorious Carl. He, he's, he liked it. He's like, man, if you want to be depressed, if you want to feel, go ahead and read this book. But he's like, don't read it by yourself. Don't read it at night. Don't read it while you're drinking. Like, you got to be at Disneyland to read this and not feel like committing suicide. That's basically what he said. (laughs) So you can find that available at Amazon.com as well. Day by Day Cartoon by Chris Muir, our good friend down there. Uh, If you want your daily funny, haha, go to DayByDayCartoon.com. We already mentioned our friend uh, J.R. Guerra, jrguerra.com, G-U-E-R-R-A. Not only does he do computer uh, computer repair, guitar repair and guitars over in the Seattle area, uh, but he is, again, he's, he's a good singer, he's a good musician. He put together that album and uh, put together that song at the beginning of the podcast, and it is all Red Pill. So you actually might want to listen. For the first time, you might want to listen to the lyrics. As opposed to all the lyrics, what is basically all the lyrics of all the pop music has been kind of, oh, I'm happy, fell in love with guy, oh, he broke my heart, let's go slash his tires. There's that type of music. Then there's, why'd you leave me? I'm so alone. I wear nylons on my arm and mascara because I'm a pussy. I can't curse or swear. Those millennial type emo guys. What are those Spanish songs? I was into it. Maybe somebody from the Latin culture. Atham, tell me what the heck this was. Tell me about this. Maybe you yourself don't know. But you go salsa dancing, and I don't speak Spanish, but these these male singers, they're all male, it was like either they were pouring their heart out to this girl or their their wife died in an attack or... She ran off with another man. The guy is just like, uh, like, oh, make And you're like, whoa, why is he, why, why do I not feel happy? And there's like a trumpet section, and it's all very, 
it, it, it's sad. It's kind of a pain in the ass to listen to. If it wasn't for the dancing, I, I, I don't know if I could tolerate it. It's like listening to the call to prayer. No. Or Irish music. Oh, we're going to go drink and kill ourselves because we hate the British. Oh, go kill those guys over there. She stole my girlfriend, Molly. Like that's, I mean, I can't. Horror of the three worst music right there. Irish music. Don't tell me about flogging mollies. I'm talking about the sad, crappy, oh, the days were bad, and we drank our whiskey, and then we shaved the sheep, but the sheep had no wool. Oh, we lived in mud huts because of the damn British, you know. There's a song. Down in Flanders, and IRA, and they all ran away, and then everyone got killed by the goddamn British. Come out, you black and tans, or why don't you fight me like a man? Like it's something da 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 down in Flanders. Sorry, the pub I go to plays that all the time. I've learned to hate Irish music. I've learned to hate Irish food. I've learned to hate Irish music. Anyway, so Sinead O'Connor's country is all depressed and sad with their music. The Muslims, I don't think they have one happy song. And all Arsel, you're listening. Is there any happy Muslim music? Not that... And they're clapping and it's like all this... Or they add just a... like a Not that. Are there any genuinely happy songs, originals in the Muslim culture before techno came along? I'm being deadly serious. I want to know, because otherwise it's like, I don't want to hear it. Where the hell was I going with this? Irish, Muslim, and then, oh, the Spanish guys singing like their balls just got castrated or something. I don't know. It's very sad. Anyway, uh, that's not J.R. Huera. (laughs) I know he might be Spanish. Uh, but he, he does not sing sad, depressing songs. Uh, they are funny. You want to listen to the lyrics, uh, unlike pretty much every other. Oh, that's why I was doing all the different. Then the other modern-day uh, type of lyrics is like, I can't. Uh, it's the curse-free. I was going to do rap. Bleep the hose, bleep the toes, bleep them in the bleep, bleep, bleepity, bleep, 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 uh. Bleep, 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 whitey, bleep, bleep, pigs. Bleep, 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 whitey, bleep, 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 pigs. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's that's all the music. That's not J.R. Juarez. J.R. Juarez. Well, you just listened to it. It's very good. So, throw him a couple shekels. Uh, buy his album. And make him very happy. And then we have Johnny Montoya Guitar Courses.com. Johnny Montoya Guitar Courses.com slash play songs correctly on guitar. If you would be so kind as to go to Johnny Montoya Guitar Courses.com slash Play song correctly on a guitar. Uh, you can go ahead and take his online classes, which are cheaper than having an in-person instructor. So if you cannot afford an uh, in-person instructor, maybe, but you still need help, go to the, go to the internet like everybody's been doing. Maybe YouTube isn't good enough. Maybe he has a way to teach you how to play guitar courses better than the average small. So it, it, i got to put my dance videos up online i got to do my instructional dance videos one of these days. One of these days. 
I gotta find the time, and I gotta find a camcorder. I gotta find. I gotta edit it. There's all this editing involved. Maybe I won't edit it. Maybe I'll just do it. The real issue is to find the music to play. If any of you are musicians and you could put together some swing dance music, that would be awesome. And if any of you are musicians and you could put together some salsa music, that too would be awesome. And that would be uh, one less hurdle that I have to worry about. Uh, I'm serious. If, if you are a musician, um, that, that would be grand. Now listen, man. I like the news. You guys like the news? A lot of you sent this to me from the Wall Street Journal. Hunting for soft skills. Companies scoop up English majors. Employment and starting salaries rise sharply for humanities graduates. Uh, by Nikki Waller. We'll look her up later. Heads up, business majors. Employers are newly hot on the trail of hires with liberal arts and humanities degrees. Class of 2015 graduates from those disciplines are employed at higher rates than their cohorts in the class of 2014. Wait, are their cohorts defined as business majors? What about accountants? Did you compare them to accounting majors or MIS majors? Or did you go scrape the bottom of the barrel of the idiot retard business major uh, suite of business majors and just pick general business management majors. I think the only ones dumber than that are marketing or HR. So I just d- you didn't compare to STEM, aren't those their cohorts? What about the kid that became an electrician? I mean, he ain't even in college because he's smarter than that. <laughs> but we're I, that's why I want to know who this Nikki Waller girl is, and we'll look her up later because I know. Self-validation and ego protection and just not wanting to face up to the reality that you just pissed away four years of your life and $150,000 of your parents' money or the taxpayers' money on a worthless degree. So that's uh, I'm kind of surprised the Wall Street Journal uh, publishes. But there is some proof here. Uh, 2015 graduates from those disciplines are employed at higher rates than their cohorts in the class of 2014. And starting salaries rose significantly, according to the National Association of Colleges and Employers' first uh, annual first destination survey of recent graduates in the workforce. Degree holders in area studies, majors like Latin American studies and gender studies, logged the largest gains in full-time employment and pay, with average starting salaries rising 26% to $43,424. I, I don't believe it. I think they're lying. I think they're lying about their starting salaries. I honestly think they do. They are. Because there's no way one of those majors are worth 43000 Unless the only way that this could happen, and this could be a long-term trend and it could be legitimate and viable, and that is there is such a push in the marketing department. Uh, well, it's under the guise of virtue signaling, but it's marketing. That's what it is. That they're purposely hiring these people into CSR, diversity, that type of stuff. Uh, to basically prove to the rest of the world they're not racist. Now, I don't care what they call it. They could call it diversity. They could call it corporate social responsibility. In the end, it's marketing. Look at us. We're Target. We hate white people. Just kidding. <laughs> they, <coughs> they, they just, they, they like white people money. And then the white people shop at Target because that means we're diverse. We won't go shopping where the black people are. We're going to stay in the suburbs with the clean Target, but they put black people up on the on the ads. See, they use minority and fat girls and uh, gay men for their for their models, but we don't like actually being around any of them. We just like to say we like them, but we don't actually like them. That's why we shop at Target in the prissy little white suburbs. I hate Target, by the way. It's just the most hypocritical company out there. Uh, 
compared to previous. Da, da, da. Language studies posted the second highest salary gains. Though area studies majors comprise less than 1% of all graduates in the survey, the pay numbers show employers are seeking hires with communication skills and comfort in multicultural environments, said Edwin Koch, NACE's Director of Research, Public Policy, and Legislative Affairs. All right, so we're talking less than 1% of the graduates. Uh, I almost would say that's not worth studying, but they're looking for communication skills and comfort in multicultural environments. Here's, here's what I'm going to predict. For whatever reason, these are companies that are trying to polish up their uh, diversity credentials. They're, they're totally virtue signaling. What they're going to find out is that these people are not, they're not good at communication skills. There's no such thing as soft skills. Everybody has soft skills. All right? Just because you're an engineer doesn't mean you're not charming or charismatic. Just because you're an accounting major doesn't mean you can't be funny or you can't behave well in a business. Everyone knows this. But this canard that you have to go study soft skills that you just normally pick up uh, uh, through normal human interaction, that that kept being gained through interacting with other people, uh, that it has to be taught. You're, you're going to be, I think the employers this year are going to be uh, woefully regretting their decision to hire these people, thinking that, oh, I majored in a not tough subject. I majored in an artsy fartsy thing. So that automatically means I have good people and soft skills let alone good communication skills. You guys do know English majors, they, I mean, people who study English are horrible at the language. They're absolutely horrible. When, when, you, when you pick, do I have to do this? I know you guys know this. Let's do it for the, for the corporate executive types. When you hire liberal arts majors, you're hiring lazy people. That's why they're liberal arts majors. It's not because they have a penchant for English or they're really good at theater or they have soft people skills, it's because they're lazy. That's why they went in there. And that, that defining characteristic carries through until they either wake up or die, until they mature and become adults and say, hey, I better produce something of value, or they die. They're lazy. So I don't know where you got this idea laziness equals good people skills. I can see the diversity stuff. You're, you want to hire minorities. That's because you're racist. I understand that. You don't want to hire the best. You don't want to hire the most talented. You, know, you want to hire so-and-so because whatever color of skin or whatever equipment uh, and plumbing or identification is down below. But don't be surprised when these lazy people who think that having a, a different type of non-binary gender opinion or, or, or gender assigned to them is an accomplishment. Don't, don't be surprised when these people who think that they take pride in their sexual identity and their race and not actual accomplishments. Don't be surprised when these people don't pan out for you. Oh, and by the way, don't have good communication skills. I'm just saying. But then again, I guess maybe you don't really care. Maybe this is like, is it just throwing money away for you guys? Like, you don't, you don't care? You're just like, oh, we got to get ourselves a minority up here? Are you like politicians? You want to bring all the minorities up front and say, look, we're not racist. If I ever run for president just to screw with the media, I'm going to get the most Aryan nation-looking mofos out there. <laughs> They're all going to have to be like six feet taller, or taller. I'm going to have them all have blue eyes and blonde hair. If not, we'll dye them or we'll get you guys. We don't actually, you don't actually have to be blonde hair or blue eye, but just to screw with people, I'm going to get like nothing but a bunch of pure white Scandinavian looking dudes. And we're all going to be the same height. You're all going to wear the exact same thing. And we'll come up with a secret sign that the whole, oh my gosh, it's white nationalism. Then the joke would be on them. 
get a, and then we'd have like all the Mexicans. We get a bunch of Mexicans, or not even Mexican. If, if you're Hispanic, you get a slightly darker skin tone. We'll grab Italians, whatever. We'll all have you wear sombreros and put on fake mustache. Just screw with them. Just screw with the media. <clears throat> oh, overall, pay for liberal arts graduates graduates rose sharply for the class of 2015, moving closer to business graduates starting pay, according to Mr. Cock. I'll be interested to see if it's a one-year quirk or whether it continues to boom in that direction, he said. Those with degrees in English and in foreign languages also brought home, brought home bigger paychecks, with starting salaries rising 14.3% and 13.6% respectively. So, beforehand you could expect to make $20,000 a year. Now you can expect to make $23,000 a year as an English major. Is that nice? They forget to tell you from what base these percent gains were. Uh, behind the numbers is a growing desire among employers for hires with strong communication skills, says Mr. Cock. After explaining that new hires' soft skills are not up to par, employers may be reconsidering how they're approaching recruiting college graduates and may not be so focused on hiring a particular major, he said. Computer science graduates posted the highest starting salaries in the survey, reporting an average of $69,000. They unseated petroleum engineering majors who usually top starting salary rankings but have dipped amid the energy crisis. It's funny you don't mention... Oh, here it is. So $43,000. So um, the starting salaries... Degrees in area majors. Let's just use 43000 as the proxy. <clears throat> is, gosh, less than two-thirds that of computer science. Uh, not all liberal arts majors are enjoying boom times. History majors starting pay rose 3.7% year over year. And visual and performing arts majors were the sole group of humanities students for whom employment declined, with 2.3 fewer graduates employed six months after graduation. Are you including coffee shops? The coffee shop jokes aren't going to get old because it's true. Uh, the NACE collected employment and salary information from 279 U.S. colleges, universities, and 244,000 bachelor degree graduates. Overall, more than 80% of 2015 bachelor's degrees holders were employed or in graduate school within six months of graduation. Yeah, but in what? See, actually, I, I trust the NACE. I pull a lot of data from them. I, I don't think they have any political bias, but the whole point of going to college was to get a career or get a job, land a job in your field. I want to know how many of them landed jobs in their fields. Paying ones. More than what you get if you just went to work for four years and got experience and maybe promoted. Or graduate school. That's not success, that's failure. If you ended up in graduate school, then you majored in the wrong subject because your degree was, unless it's medicine, okay, I understand becoming a doctor, all right, I get it, or a dentist, I got it, I got it. Uh, maybe even an accountant, but if, if your degree is so worthless that you need to get a master's in it and you simply go into graduate, graduate school is for those who couldn't hack it in the real world, couldn't find a job in the real world, and they have enough money, either parents or their taxpayers. And maybe, do, do you millennials pay for your own college? Does anyone? Do you know anyone actually pays for their own college? Uh, it's, it's an admission of failure. That's where you go if you failed. Your, your degree is not good. You majored in the wrong thing. Well, I guess I'll go to grad school. Right to Nikki Walter <clears throat> Waller. What's up, Nikki Waller? Hang on, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Nikki Waller. We got a link? No, of course not. These cowards. These cowards who write pieces. Hang on, let me look her up. Give me a second. Okay, founder, here we go. Columbia School University Graduate School of Journalism. 
a master's in science and drawing. Science? Science. Science. You get an MS in science. It's a science? BA in English. Fiction writing, gender studies. Oh, there's no bias here. God, do I even trust her now? See, that's what I'm wondering. I want to go to the NAC. But they, they quoted the guy. But she quoted the guy. See, this is, this is the problem. I know the Wall Street Journal is legitimate. And she has an impressive journalistic history. She worked at a library. You know, where all the old women go that no one wants to have sex with. Edited library technology reports and things. Uh, reporter and editor, Miami Herald, Wall Street Journal Online, finance and travel, news editor, Greater New York, Wall Street Journal. So she's highly ranked, <clears throat> bureau chief, management and careers. So she's got a great, she's got a great resume, but I'm sorry, dear, I don't trust, I think this is just, why are you jealous? Why are, why jealous? Why are you upset? You got yours. You have a great career. Is it, is it that you, you still cheer on English? God, do I want to waste my time looking up that data? It's one thing I hate doing is like you see these studies coming out from academia. Like that one I, I, I did some research. The post is going to drop Wednesday, I think. Um, there's a saying going around that black women are the most educated group in the history of America, black women. And I looked it up, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, technically it's true. I actually agree with the methodology. I'm not going to question the data. But it's like, you're claiming oranges while you're measuring apples. And so I had to spend, I had to spend at least two hours looking up the original data, seeing what the methodology was. Was it true? Did Was it intellectually honest? Yes, it was. All right, now let's go and look at the premises. What's wrong with this picture? And it's this... You you can just assume people in the soft sciences, people in the social sciences, people in these, these pseudosciences, for the most part, they're going to lie. Either blatantly, outright lie, in which case, as we saw before, what was it, two-thirds of psychological experiments can't be repeated, and I'm sure it's even worse for social sciences. Or they leave out key data, or they're operating from the wrong premises. And so the, now, the, now the, what I got to do, do I want to waste my time, let alone yours, looking up this data to find out whether she skewed it, whether there's some data in it. I don't want to do it because I, I'm going to assume NACE, which I trust, and the administrator, Mr. Koch or Koch, whatever, however you pronounce his name. I'm just going to assume it's right. I'm going to assume that my theory and hypothesis or whatever, don't tell me what the difference is, I don't care. I'm going to assume my hypothesis is is hopefully going to be right. We don't know. We'll find out later. That for the small little group of people that are majoring in this worthless crap and this fad, this thing to go and hire basically not males and not whites so that you can flash your credentials around. Basically, you're turning them into pets. Does that make any of you minority? I know in my group, you guys are, that's beneath you. It's like, I'm not your pet. I'm not your, your your token black guy from South Park, okay? I'm not I'm not on your leash. I'm not your medallion. I'm not your little flashy. Hey, look at our employable Negro. Hey, look, we hired vagina. We don't hate vagina. We don't worship at the altar of dick. We like vagina. 
Look, we promoted her even though she has no skills or abilities. Buy our stuff because vagina. And I know that actually is a viable business plan. It is. Such a high percentage of the population, well, not high, but a significant amount of the population has swallowed whole this diversity stuff and not excellence. And look, look. Look at how easy it was to get people to go green and buy green and organic and certified and fair trade and this trade and that trade. Oh, it's green. Oh, it's not sweatshop child labor. You just put some stamp on something. Honestly, I could go to China right now, find the worst conditions for children to be employed, hire those kids, uh, and then go find some cool-looking logo or design and stamp it. Fair labor. And people would buy it because they're suckers. And corporations are just capitalizing on this latest thing. It's marketing. That's what it is. Which may, if you really think about it, it's insulting to any minority that would be hired for whatever reason you're a minority. It's, it, 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 it boils you down to a commodity. You're like lumber. You're like, you're like copper. You're, you're gas. You're oil. You're, and I understand labor is a commodity, but the reason... Ideally, as a human, you being hired, especially if you went to college, is because they hired you for your intellect and your skills, regardless of what degree. I'm not even. I'm, this this has nothing to do with your degree. Like if you went and you became an English major, you think they'd hire you for your writing. And then the way to tell whether or not you were actually hired for your writing is: Are you doing any writing, or do they immediately throw you into the CSR department or the diversity department? I know people who have no souls. Like the gal that works over at Targets, I think it is a diversity um, department or CSR. Uh, or the guy who is the, although he's savvy, I think he knows exactly what he's doing. That uh, Salesforce.com, they hired a chief equality officer. I mean, at least he knows it. He doesn't. I think he because he has an actual real background. Um, I think he knows exactly what he's doing. He's fine with that and taking the money, which is cool. All right, fine. That's like me voting Republican, but I go live on welfare if it boils down to it because I, I didn't, I didn't vote in those rules. But these people, I, what, that's got to be a blow to the ego where you go and you think, yeah, they're going to hire me because of my artistic ability, because of my knowledge of Latin America, and then maybe if we're going to go set up a shop down in Latin America, they'd hire me as a consul. Little do you know, they already got translated. And it's like, no, no, you sit here. And you look pretty so that all the white people feel okay. All the liberal goody-two-shoes white people feel okay to shop here. No, no, no. We want you front and center. When we Look at an annual report. That's another thing. Look at an annual report. You know how the politicians pull minorities out and have them sit right in the front? And you think that, that white people make up like 2% of the population? Like, God almighty, there's nothing but minorities and women around. Look at an annual report of any major court. You know what? By God, let's look at an annual report of any major corporation. Let's look at Target. No, we already know Target. What's a company? Should we do Microsoft? I got a Microsoft computer. Hang on. Microsoft annual report. Now, maybe they do just the 10K. If that's the case, we don't have the glitzy annual report. Yeah, right here. You Guys, honest to God, just go go to Microsoft. You don't have to go to the annual report. First thing is a uh, Asian female. Then there's another. Oh, there's the white guy. Then there's uh, a mother and a daughter. There's the black guy. The handsome, always in shape black guy. Man, you handsome, always in shape black guys must make a, a ton of money. Let's try another corporation. I don't even have to open up the annual report. You go right there. 
Oh, let's try another company. Um, <clears throat> Dell. There's a Dell computer screen in front of me. Dell Annual Report. Steve Dell's a little bit more business-oriented. I don't know how exciting are screens. Oh, there's a picture of Steve Dell. <laughs> or Michael. Sorry, Michael Dell. Oh, don't make this complicated. I just want the annual report. Message from Michael in leadership. Legacy of... Just... I want to download the PDF file, you idiots. Remember in the day... Let me tell you about the day, guys. Back when I didn't have nose hairs coming out of my nose. I didn't have to trim them. You could just download the annual report. It was really nice. There was none of this multimedia bullshit... BS. You could just get the annual report. All right, let's not use Dell, because they're going to be complicated. Let's think of another one. Uh, help me out, guys. Um, what's a publicly traded company? I'm looking around, looking around. Uh, what is a publicly traded company? Well, there's so few publicly traded company logos around here. Uh, GM, General Motors, GM Annual Report. Let's take a look at their uh, annual report and see what kind of people they post up. 2014 Annual Report. Shouldn't they have the 2015 Annual Report? All right, here we are. Oh, female, right on the front. Who's driving a truck? Let me tell you how many females drive a truck. Oh, this gal has a horse. Honest to freaking blibbity blop. Oh, they got a horse guy. Oh, my God. You guys want to see my blood pressure. You want to see me get very angry. I go to the end report. There's a gal, and she got a truck. Look at her. She got a truck. And then there's a horse. No wonder. All right, let's keep scrolling down. Yep, there's a woman. Oh, there's a white guy looking cool. He drives a Cadillac. He's an investment banker type. Oh, there's another white guy, too. Ah, there we go. Black female, white female. Keep scrolling down. Holy shit! Look at this. Children in Myanmar. They're all girls. Oh, wait. Yeah, they're all girls. They're doing diversity things. We're helping the children of Myanmar. Chevrolet's One World Play Project. How much you want to bet next year we don't hear about this One World Play Project and whether the children of Myanmar are doing any better? Okay, then we got, who's this gal, the redhead? <clears throat> we hire a vagina. Here we go, General Motors Chief Executive Officer, Mary T. Barra, with the Advanced Technology Luxury Sedan. <clears throat> I need a bailout, and then we're going to put a woman in charge. Okay, there's a pregnant woman. And a guy and a dog. A lot of cars. Of course, that makes kind of sense. They'd be posting a lot of cars. How's our return on investment coming along here, guys? Uh, no, I don't want to see stock performance. I want to see profits. Where are your profits? Where are your profits? Oh, oh, here. <clears throat> Here's a picture. Board of directors. Three white guys, three white gals. Sorry. No minority representation. Okay, there's more white guys. It's amazing when the people get paid the most, they all tend to be white. Doesn't that kind of... See, that's my whole point, though. You're not going to make it there. Commodities don't make it to corporate executive leadership unless they make an entire division for purely charitable, make-work virtue-signaling purposes like Salesforce.com did. And that's not, that's not sustainable long-term. But that has got to piss the hell out of you, regardless of what your major is, that you were hired for the color of your skin or because of the plumbing downstairs. That's just kind of angry. Because, I look, 
if you're going to college, it's not the. I think a lot of people try to scam the system, but most people, a lot of them deluded, want to become the best whatever. Uh, children's book writer. They want to become the best marketer. They want to become the best HR person. And then to find out that you're only hired because, well, we need some minorities here because our executive staff looks a little bit too white. Let's look at another one. Um, Verizon? That Maybe this is it. Maybe this is where all the money is going. People are just hiring for ads. View online. Let's view online. <clears throat> Making a difference for the people who count on us every day. Just tell me how much money you made. Chairman's letter. Can I just... Chairman's letter. Financial highlights. Oh, corporate social corporate responsibility highlight. Black kid holding a thing. Future computer engineer. Yep, there we go. Okay, we got the one black kid. Well, let's go to the annual report. And it takes us right back. Honestly, can you just make it so we get the PDF file? All right, you get my idea, right? It's just go to any annual report. Go to any major corporation. Look at the... Do a survey. Tally up race and gender on these annual reports. And then look at it and compare it to the population distribution in America. And ask yourself, hey, why are they making it so heavily skewed? Sometimes a three or four to one ratio. Why are they doing that? In part because they think, hey, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna buy. Well, look, Whitey's going to buy anyway. Because they're like, well, we're open-minded. and we They think, oh, well, they're not going to buy because they're racist. See, we got to make them think, hey, look, we got minorities and women and Hispanics and everybody else here too. See, look, we're showing a Hispanic, come by, come by us. Matter of fact, we're, th- we're showing 10 times the amount that would normally be proportionally represented. So you don't think that they're hiring people as commodities because they're minorities? You don't think so? Certainly doing that with the models. Just the soft racism that comes from the left. And now it's in corporate America. Now it's in corporate America because virtue signaling is, is like that's the new frontier. They're so vo- They're like Hollywood. Business schools and MBAs are so void of any new ideas, true leadership, true new revolutionary business ideas. All they got is like diversity. We've beaten the hell out of going green. Everybody's going green. What's new? Let's just say we're diverse, very diverse. That's brilliant, Jones. Oh, we better hire some minorities. There's only white people here. Oh. You, you have your triple doctorate. You're very intelligent. Would you like to just stand here and prove to people we don't hate minorities? Good. We're going to create a department of not racist company we are. You are now chief executive. Oh, hey, I got to go do some work. Hang on. I'll get the next round of sponsors here. Hasselconsulting.com, if you or a friend you know or someone you hate needs me to go in there and kick their ass, uh, hire me over at Hasselconsulting.com, where I, the world's only professional asshole, will give you specific, unique, and wise elderly brotherly advice to help resolve and address your particular problems and situations. 
So go to assholeconsulting.com, drop your money there. We have rates of returns in the thousands of percent because when you're dealing with what should I major in, where should I go to college, should I buy this property, should I buy a sports bar, for the 20 or 30 or 40 bucks, even if it's 100 uh, and it saves you a quarter million dollars, like if your question starts with, should I cash out my 401k? If it starts like that, chances are I'm going to save you a lot of money and I'm worth every freaking penny. <clears throat> so go to assholeconsulting.com and talk to the world's only professional asshole. Amazon affiliate, please. It's going to be a very happy Christmas. Um, I will have a post on this later, but uh, I have one wish for Christmas. Only one. And that is everybody does all their online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to do anything. You just go to CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com, click on the Amazon banner. That will take you to the Amazon site, but it will have a little bit of code so it knows it came from Cappy. The real issue is not that you guys don't want to. I know you guys do. I, I love you guys too. You guys love me, even though no one ever tells me that. Uh, is it's you forget and because I do it too because I oh crap because I can't do my own Amazon affiliate I gotta either go to like Stefan Molyneux or I think Stefan Molyneux is the only one because apparently he's the only one that's got hustle I was thinking like yeah hey, I can help back oh no back laughing hey I'll help her. no I can't do that either um, so it is an issue of bookmarking it and getting into the habit I did the math if and I'm, I actually did do the math and if you all everyone who were on the podcast or one that listens, if you were to all just do your your online shopping, including Christmas shopping, between now and December 25th, um, and assuming a certain amount, I actually could have my mortgage paid off. That's it. That's all I want. Let me tell you why you might want to do it. It's not going to cost you a penny more. It doesn't cost you anything more. I just get a commission. Because if you do that and my mortgage is paid off, I am guaranteed never to have to go work a real job again. I, that would be the largest expense. That's the only thing. That's like kind of the last chain in my life that's around my ankle. And if I can get rid of that, like, you know, all of a sudden the Google decides it doesn't like my speech and then the Facebook doesn't like it and the Amazon doesn't like it. Uh, if I had my house paid off, it wouldn't matter. It, I mean, it, I'd be much poorer off, but I could survive and I would never have to work a real job ever again. So you'd, you'd ensure the old captain would be with you until either you or I die. One of the two. Uh, and that's it. So if you like this, you don't have any money to donate, it's not in your budget, that's perfectly fine. I don't like donations. Just do your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. Bookmark it. That's it. Go to it. Get used to the, the thing. If you're going to do any shopping, do it now while we're talking on the podcast. Do all your Christmas shopping, and I appreciate it very much. Uh, Chad Elkins at ElkinsCPA.com if you need a CPA. Uh, don't go to some regular old schmo CPA. You want to go to Chad Elkins, we can find him at ElkinsCPA.com. He'll do your taxes, he'll do your quarterlies, he'll do some financial advising for you, tax consulting. He's a CPA, he knows it all. Um, I, I haven't seen the movie about him yet, The Accountant. I don't know what other accountant it would be, but I thought like he was the accountant. And um, hopefully... Oh, they got like, you know, someone to to portray him, you know, realistically. Like a gay guy, like Ben Affleck, to portray Chad. Because Chad's a little femme. I'm just saying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Milo, starring as Chad Elkins. And the accountant, hey. 
So uh, go visit our good friend Chad at elkincpa.com. And then we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. If you get a little bit of tired of listening to the old captain here, you can go and listen to other podcasters who have helped me out in the past. I really do appreciate it. We have 405media.com. John Grant runs that outfit over there. It's a, it's a potpourri of different podcasts. It's not just one podcast, but a potpourri, a veritable station of podcasts at 405media.com. Small Scale Life, our good friend Tom over at Small Scale Life. The podcast, I think it's smallscalelife.com, but just search Small Scale Life. He does all kind of gardening, uh, survival, food cropping, and stuff like that. How to grow, you know, urban gardens. Really interesting stuff. Stuff I'm going to have to get to once I get a little bit of time and get through all this stuff. And then we have the world of Lori Zook. I was on her show 72 hours ago. And uh, we had a nice conversation about Worthless and the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. And um, she's the poor gal. She ran into me. She's just like had no idea. But she's she's very she's very open minded. Let's put it that way. I could understand why uh, a gal like her. She's she maybe is forty two, forty three. Uh, why she might have uh, an immediate distaste. But she's a, she's a cool gal. You'll like. She is interesting. I'm not joking about that. She is interesting um, and a potpourri. So if you're looking to get a break from. Uh, from, um, what's it called? You're looking to get a break from politics. Uh, do that. Uh, we have Financial Survival Network, our good friend Kerry Lutz. Please go there for all your, uh, basically financial survival needs. It's precious metals, how do you invest with low, uh, rates of return, low, low dividend yields, things like that. He always has special guests on, experts. Uh, Canto Talk, Silvio Canto, if you, uh, want to go visit our friend Silvio Canto at Canto Talk, you find that on blogtalkradio.com. And then Pushing Rubber Downhill, uh, our friend Adam Piggott, uh, he has that book out. And he also has a new book out called Run Guts, Pull Cones. That's his second book. It's got two reviews, four, uh, five stars each. And, um, yeah, so he's got a podcast. He's got his blog. All you have to do is search Pushing Rubber Downhill. You'll find him. And Adam Piggott, very unique, specific name. Hang on, someone's here. Interesting. That was nothing. Uh, so, yes, if you visit Adam, uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill, you can find that very easily. Glorious Carl's Glorious Hat. He is selling them all out. They're going on fire sale. You'll not be able to get them after, well, you might be able to get them after this election, but there's not going to be any new uh, Glorious Hats produced after this election. So, uh, if you want to get it, get it now before they're gone. GloriousHat.com. Get Glorious Carl's Glorious Hat. He might have some two-for-one special still going on, but don't quote me on that. Uh, but if you did want to get one of those warm babushka, not babushka, Ushanka hats, uh, please consider that. Race Riot Apparel, R-A-Y-C-E, Riot Apparel. You can visit Race. That's his, his name, Race, R-A-Y-C-E, not R-A-C-E. Of course, he's playing a, a, a word game on that. Uh, you can visit him over at cafepress.com slash Race Riot Apparel. <laughs> I told him, dude, I, I'll, I'll sponsor you, but you got to get rid of that one shirt. And he did. He got rid of that shirt because I'm not, I mean, look, hey, I'll, I'll run the line, and I'll, but I, I draw the line at genuine racism. I'm not going to do it. So uh, <clears throat> he did because uh, he's not really a racist. So he has very politically incorrect shirts, and you can go ahead and buy, go to Race Ride Apparel and get your apparel today. Academic Composition, go to academiccomposition.com where you could get your resume written for 100 bucks, And you could also get your homework written, I think for $20 a page or $15 a page. 
Uh, and then also, if you're good at writing or you're just looking for some kind of job, he, Alex is always looking to hire. He's looking to hire people who can write. He's also looking for people that can just post ads and do, you know, anyone can do it. You know, he's got a pulse. Uh, don't excite, expect them to be exciting jobs. Don't expect them to be intellectually challenging jobs. Uh, they're just jobs, but the good news is you can pretty much do them from your house. You can do it from anywhere on the Internet. And it's straightforward. There's no, like, sales or anything. I, it's just it's pretty much straightforward, mind-numbing work. That's what it is. Uh, for all you English majors that actually would like to be employed in your original capacity and not just hired out because you're the right color or the right sex, uh, contact Carl, or not Carl, contact Alex. He's always looking for good writers. If you have that ability to write will, real well and tell everybody how great Carl Marx was, uh, he's, that's the type of guy he needs. He needs people that can BS and know that, uh, know that sh- uh, spiel. Uh, then we have uh, <clears throat> our two in-house um, Audiologists, we have Jim Fear, 138.blogspot.com, and Undertow Audio at undertowaudio.com. If you are an author and you are looking to have uh, your, uh, your books read and put into Audible, or if you're looking for any kind of audio work, please go to Jim Fear, 138.blogspot.com, or uh, Undertow Audio at undertowaudio.com. Another sponsor is uh, Max over at Instagram.com slash Ultimate Reading List. If you are looking for a book to read, you know, I want a book to read. Why don't you visit Max's site? That's Instagram.com slash Ultimate Reading List. We have a link on it on Cappy. You just look for the URL. It's a big size URL. Uh, that'll take you to the Ultimate Reading List. And it's uh, just a list of books that are not leftist. And that's basically it. So if you're looking for a book to read that isn't leftist, uh, go to Instagram.com slash Ultimate Reading List. Also, if you are an author, I always try to help the authors out. Consider advertising on Max's site. Contact him at the same website. Let him know that the captain sent you. And uh, Max charges like I do, $100 a month. And uh, I can almost guarantee you that first month, you are definitely going to make your money back. And, and, and a good amount of profit as well. I advertise on his site. I got a month end is coming up tomorrow, so I got to go and renew all the marketing. Yay, my favorite thing, marketing. Uh, but if you are an author or a reader, consider visiting that site. Either the read or uh, advertise your books. And uh, what else? I think that is it for the sponsors. Do I got any fan mail? I probably do, but we've already ran long enough, and i got to close up shop because my shift is almost over. Anyway, if you would kindly, please go ahead, share, like, vote, comment, subscribe, all that other social media crap. Uh, please do that through your Twitter, your Facebook, and everything. Um, if you have nothing to buy online, you don't like any of the sponsors, simply spreading the word of good old Cappy will help. Also, I'm on Gab.ai. If you happen to be on Gab.ai, look me up. I got accepted into that thing. I'm with the cool nerd kids now, and uh, it actually is pretty sweet. You can just say whatever you freaking want, and you don't have to worry about, oh, am I going to go to Facebook jail? Am I going to get my life threatened by somebody and they're going to ban me, which happened to our good friend Marcus Brown? Um, it's almost like it's like the adult version of Twitter and Facebook, although Minds.com is more the adult version of uh, Facebook. And it's just, it's nicer. It's just nicer. <laughs> anyway, just spread the good word around about the old captain. I really appreciate it. That's all we got. We'll catch up with you kids later. Toodles.